1: This is your host, Megan Silateau, and my lovely co-host, Suzanne Stauffer. And we are going to get weird for the next few weeks, even more weird than normal. <laughs> and um, I'm so excited about this. It is really funny because um, – and you know what? We were kind of dumb because we were going to do a live this week and let everybody know – we are the host featured host of the week on the network, mm. and we mm. did a little um I think I need to share it on my page I've gotta go find it, but we did an interview with the producers, and um it was so funny because um i we were um on the road uh to mystic hot springs, so that's kind of a weird destination in the beginning to stay in a bus. <laughs> and the big, um, ben bus. the big Ben bus and I got us lost and uh, so by the time we were supposed to go on for our interview we were actually just on a road in southwestern Utah in the middle of nowhere and so I was like okay so uh, for a long while we didn't have any reception at all and as soon as we got reception we pulled over and it was funny because Christina, our producer, was like, don't make it look like you're at the side of the road. And I'm like, hmm. So she's uh, like, well. <laughs> we're like oh, oh. But that's where we are.
2: <laughs> yeah, we were at the side of the road. We ended up in a field um, laying on the ground. doing. But we had the best reception and we had the best view. There was the blue sky behind us. It was awesome. And we were what what did Christine tell us? We were punchy or something. Um. So, but yeah, that's the way it rolls because no matter what it takes, we are like down for, you know, adventure. Um so, you know, that's the way our lives are though, really. I mean, we just Well, that's what it really is just to go with the flow
1: kind of thing. Well, where I was going with that is, <laughs> Christine was like, you guys really are weird. Like, you really are your survival. And I'm like, yeah, we are. The fun thing was, and I'm going to post it on Weird on Air for you guys. But the fun thing was, is that it was such a beautiful day. And, like, we got, like, on the ground in this hay field. And, like, it looked like we were behind a green screens because the, <laughs> the sky was, like, so blue, so brilliant, and it was like it was so fun. Um, so I'm gonna find that. Um, actually, I don't know. I think it's on Inspired Choices. I'll have to find that anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Annie. Hooser. That's our story, Annie Hooser. But you know, one of the things it, you know in relationship, um, to the show, I was thinking about like. I really felt that when we went there, um, and I want, I think you should put all the pictures you posted on your Facebook thread, hun, on the Weird On Air, so people can see it. But we were in this beautiful. It had like this sort of canyony, red rocky, like hot springs, but it's like it was so like rustic, right? They have these big claw bathtubs, like. Uh, pushed into the mountain where the, where the, um, hot springs water is running down and filling the bathtubs. And it's like in this, you can see every star in the sky. And it's like, I just felt like I thought, wow, this is really interesting. Like, like we're starting this big activation series and I feel like this is activating me. I feel like this is like this land, this energy, this, um, and then, and then what happened? Then what happened is, like, I saw the biggest, the most intense shooting star I've ever seen in my whole life. It went across the entire sky. Like, I'm, like, on the whole arc of the whole sky. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, my gosh, it's so magic, you know? And I'm sitting there, and it it was so funny because you were like, well, I didn't see it. You were faced the other way, right? And then you were talking about how you didn't see it, and another one came by. I know.
2: (laughs) I missed it again.
1: (laughs) So I saw two shooting stars, and maybe that was my activation. Maybe it was was. like me. I don't know, but like I was like so mesmerized. It was so amazing.
2: So So, is it not the golden age of miracles or what? I mean, if Megan is seeing two shooting stars when we're in a tub, a clawfoot tub with um, magic waters pouring down the mountain, I think
1: it's the age of miracles. (laughs) (laughs) It's the age of miracles. Well, and like what what I believe is that we can if we're actually in the space of receiving, and I think we should talk a little bit about what that is um but if we're really in in available to receive from everything you know from the land, from nature, from animals, from walking down the street, you know from just being available to the environment and what it has to give us and what it has to activate in us. Like, we really, truly could be getting sort of turned on and opened up, like, constantly and continually, but what we've done is we've shut down to our environment. We've we've constricted against our environment, and, and we protected ourselves against our environment, and for a lot of us, it was good reason, but we would talk about all of that, about how we can reopen to really experience and cultivate the the energy of this that we're living in at time which is a possibility of living in the miraculous, living walking with magic um, like being turned on and turned up and having more of our intelligence, more of our gifts, more of our genius being activated like daily like that is the possibility that we could be living in like right now so we want to use this show as a forum, as a platform to explore how we can best make ourselves available, you know. And it's like um, I I heard this, um, I read this thing about why it was that some people, when they came upon Christ, they knew it was the Christ, and some people had just thought he was a beggar. Like, why is that, right? and it's just it's it's so interesting because the the person that was was writing the book said it was like the the people were available to receive they had cultivated the ability to perceive light and when you can perceive light then you know when light is coming in you know hey pay attention that perceiving that allows you to know where where light is coming from and to let it in like there's been so many times and maybe you've experienced this too of like being so like having so much of my energy turned up and on and walking around the world and like being like just like hoping somebody will look at me or hoping this person sitting next to me will take what I have to give and they're completely checked out and they don't even know they don't even know that like like I could change their whole world you know and like it's it's this interesting thing and then I then I think back it's like wow how many how many of those moments did I miss because I was guarding against the world Mm -hmm. yeah
2: yeah, and I mean, what does access say that pretty much it comes down to you have a receiving problem? <laughs> you know, because uh-huh. um, you know, I mean, it was funny before the show because we were talking about this series and um and the fact, you know, this part of our um copy that I wrote where it says, "Do you really get deep down that we were not originally designed to suffer or be in want of anything?" You know, that it is time to claim your divine inheritance and have not only your earthly needs met, but everything you truly desire. So that's like a huge claim, right? That is like saying, Hey, you know what? There's a possibility of no polarity. There's a possibility that you could um live forever in ascension and in claiming and living and experiencing your heart's desire and that suffering is uh and pain is optional, right? And so, you know, Megan, I don't know if you want to call yourself out on this, but you were like, if there wasn't any problems, I would just be chilling, you know, on the beach doing nothing. Like, I wouldn't be motivated to make money. I wouldn't be motivated to, you know, experience. I wouldn't be motivated to, do you want to
1: share more of that? She's <laughs> so like, I don't know if you want to out yourself and then you out me. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> just, it's okay. But, I do it to but, you all the time. <laughs> I know you do. You do.
2: But um but it's so fascinating to me because even like there it's like we're all implanted to be- to believe that it's about surviving and not thriving. You know, it's, it's it we're all implanted to believe that on a fundamental level we need to suffer, or be in pain in order to learn, grow. And a religion um you know, basically mirrors that and in our world, like, and so, you know, even poss- even the woman that is the creator of possibilities that in every situation is like, what else is possible here? I mean, Megan is like the most possibility centered person that I've ever met. And yet you are saying like, well, shoot, you know, if I didn't really have to, like, hustle for money or, like, blah, 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 then I just, I don't know what I'd
1: be doing. Like, what's the point? <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs>
1: well, yes. And, and okay, to be fair, I was saying that because you were talking about your existential crisis in your leadership retreat where you were pissed off at God and why did we have to do the suffering thing. And so mm. I... I I would be really happy not to have problems and suffering here. What I said was, is as a God, as an infinite being, and as everything being at my fingertips at a moment and um, and I have like millions and trillions of years of really just bliss, I might create uh something called suffering just to see how the other half lives for a minute. I was just saying that's why I think that we created it as to have like this experience of what it would be like to not be powerful. Um, mm. And then I think the game then became, how do we transcend this implant and come back even more potent, even like, could we learn more? Could we expand more? Could we come back into our potency with more gifts and more of everything, right? I think that became the name of the game. That's what I was saying is I, I feel like it was instituted as a way to change it up because I think we got bored. But like, I, I totally, and, and I think there is like a hint for me still of that, well, let's see if everything was available to me and I could just snap my fingers and have it appear. Would I be motivated to learn? Would I be motivated? And that's when you said, you know, like, well, you know, we could still fly to Moldavia or whatever. And it's like, oh, I could just snap my fingers and go there. So I was thinking more from like kind of before we did the suffering thing. But like, Mm -hmm. I really get... That we've given suffering a really good go on the <laughs> we really we lived it up we <laughs> we had like five thousand years of like how much suffering can and pain can we endure right and and while I think that it was useful and it created um it created like some tra- some transmutative properties some 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 <laughs> transmutation became something that had to be developed you know um that i feel like we really have played out what's available and what's possible through pain i do feel like the next wave and the next evolution is to see as as people as human as the human species what can we learn through joy? What can we learn through pleasure? What can we, how can we evolve even greater through things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, you know, we're doing a whole series on activating the original blueprint of your soul, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, your divine essence which um has everything to do with higher consciousness and really creating everything you want in your life like um you know having the embodiment that you want having the money the love you know the the your creative your creations coming into fruition so and doing a um, a quantum leap into that, you know, so uh, like almost like a a life hack, you know, which we we're all about all of that. So you know, I mean, for years we've been studying bodies of work, and still to this day, like right now we're listening to the Sophia Code, which. We, which is so funny because we listen to it at night and then we pass the fuck out. Like we, <laughs> like we start listening to it and then it's like our bodies are like, okay, we're, we cannot actually stay conscious and, um, connect into this energy and this activation. So, night night. So, um, but you know, of course, everything that we're experimenting around, you know, for like six months, we geeked out on gene keys. You know, which is also another body of work that talks about activating our DNA because our DNA can be activated in the shadow or it can be activated in its essence. You know, so we're bringing all the best to you in this next few weeks with um, um, specific uh Um, activation, you know, around body one week, around money the next week, around love the next week. But the, but this one is our, um, our first show and we really have to, in a way, get a buy-in from all of you that you're willing and available for something more, um, than what you've been experiencing and that you could possibly receive, be open to receiving and to be open to receiving Um, And not have it be so hard. So we really, at this point, we've got to uncreate and destroy all of your conclusions and judgments and expectations and projections around, you know, life is hard and there is no, you know, life hack and there are no quantum leaps and, um, you know, it does have to be suffering and pain and for every step forward, you're going to step a half a step back at least, if not two steps back. So everything that is and everywhere you've been implanted and explanted to believe that that's what life is and that you're just, you're never going to get what you want. You're never going to get what you truly desire. It's not, the the game is rigged and you're never, ever going to find your way through it. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yes. Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, Good. On Macalester's voice of bias, and everywhere that you have literally been implanted and exploited to believe in the idea of polarity that what and what must what goes up must come down and the the other shoe is going to drop and that on a fundamental level you do not deserve you do not deserve what you truly desire you do not deserve for your needs to be met you do not deserve to be here you do not deserve to have aliveness and vitality in your world everything that is can we uncreate and destroy it yes Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine shirts, boys and beyond. So everything that is, all the old ways, the that like the literally the, the your original blueprint got fucked up. Like <laughs> your, <laughs> your original. I go into the Akashic records all the time. I see the essence of you. I see your true blueprint and I'm telling you what you're living in your lives and what you're showing up as is not you it's not the essence of you so would you be willing to claim to be the initiator and the way shower that you came here to be because if you're listening to this you are a trailblazer you are one of those few that are willing to even consider that we live in the fricking matrix right And so you're one of the few on the planet that are questioning, that are saying, hey, I think this is kind of rigged. I feel like I could create beyond this. I feel like there's more for me. I feel like there's more for the planet. So we're talking to you, you know, and we're asking you to to literally let go of, this idea of struggle and pain, you know I mean the other like when I was in my leadership training, um there was it like i did i was I was in this emotional release process, and I was so angry, I was like raging, I was literally screaming at the top of my lungs, I was pounding this cushion um so hard, I was. And I was saying, "I hate you, God, I hate you, God, I hate you, God." I was like, "Why, why would we be here doing this? Why would there be so much pain on this earth? Why would there be you know suicides and murders and everybody suffering and suffering in their body and disease and all this? Why would earth life be this way right and and uh, yeah i'm I'm on a little bit of a soapbox, but I want to tell you what my breakthrough was when we come back from break. So come back from break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird.
0: Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On love, life, and all things weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
1: Are you a subject matter expert? eager to hear your message the world awaits contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host email become a host at this
0: is love life and all things weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. are you scratching your head a bit let's chat call into the program today and let's find some answers if you're in the U.S. Call 815 880 8255. In Canada, call 613 800 8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about activating your true soul blueprint. And I was telling you before break about this experience that I had um, probably about 10 days ago where I was in a leadership program. It's, it's, um, by the group CORE, C-O-R. CORE is Latin for love. It's a really an amazing, amazing body of work. Um, you can go to the coreexperience.com if you want to know more information about their workshops. I highly, highly recommend them. But anyways, I was in their leadership development training program, which is 10 months, and we were in our first module in Virginia, and I'm on the floor um pounding this cushion um they end up bringing over other cushions so that I can kick um because I am I have so much um Grief and rage in my body, um, because I, and that's just coming out. It's like I didn't, it's, I had no idea this was inside of me, and I had no idea that I had such a quote problem with God, you know, but I was literally yelling at the top of my lungs, like, I, I hate this. I hate this. I hate you. What's the point of this? I don't want to live in this, you know, like, if this is the way life is, I want to die. Like, take me back. To the spiritual realm, like, take me back, because this is not what I signed up for, right? And, um, you know, at, at one point, I have a, a, a peer who's facilitating me, and she, I say to her, I want to go outside. And so <laughs> she's like, okay, <laughs> and we go outside. I'm the only one outside. And I literally just start t- running. I just start taking off running. And I've been running, there's like two acres, I'm running as fast as I can run. And then I like it, it instantly it 's almost like it turned into potency or power, um and I started calling the trees and telling carrie my um my facilitator I was like let 's call in earth magic let 's call in the trees um to help us with this with this pain, with this suffering, like why aren 't we receiving from the acoustical waves of nature why aren 't we allowing our lives to be better um through connecting in with the nature, talking about having a receiving problem, right? So I start, we start calling in the trees and I literally fall to the ground and I put my face in the dirt and I start singing and chanting <laughs> this song, this old song that I think I've sung before in many other lifetimes. And I'm just taken, I'm just taken by grace, by God. And I, I'm i crying and I'm thanking the earth for It's magic. Um, and at some point, I stand up and with, with Carrie, um, with Carrie and with Frida, who was the other woman that was kind of watching me and witnessing me, I took both of their hands and we walked back into the room. And I laid down on my mat and I was in this incredible experience of light, light, like the heavens were pouring down into the room where everybody was doing their personal work. Like everybody was in this state of releasing and and almost surrendering to, you know, the human experience. And through that, it was like we were being changed that we wanted in the world, right? We were doing our own work so that the whole world could change. Um, and so it was such a powerful moment for me of, of seeing like, uh, okay, you know, we, we, created this pain for a reason so that we could transmute it, so that we could transform it, so that we could move beyond, you know? And it, so that, so I'm not saying that there's not ever going to be um, pain, you know what I mean? I'm not saying that, I mean, it's like a human experience. Um, to, to have things happen, to have pain in our lives. But I do think that we have bought the lie that there has to be so many problems, so much suffering, and so much pain. And in just releasing that, I connected into a grace and a peace in my body that hasn't left me since that moment. And I am so, um, inspired by the idea of allowing allowing grace to to fill our gaps to um to to i don't know let for to allow us to let go of the lack so that we can show up as the true essence of us you know and so that we can claim more for ourselves you know it's like we can't do this alone um, but we can do it with with God' grace, the universe, whatever you want to call it, and we can do it with each other, you know. And that's why I that's why I do what I do. That's why we're talking right now, you know, is to um, is to inspire and motivate and empower all of us to know that there's deep down, there's more for us and that we really can connect into the magic and to into the spiritual realm in order to create it.
1: Holy moly! Have you ever been on a roll? <laughs> Woo! I, that was so powerful, you sharing that, and I, I knew part of that, but I didn't know all of that, what you just shared. And um it's really, it's mind-blowing and so inspiring to really feel your passion for this change for us. Stepping into this new reality of possibility and living in the miraculous and living in this moment where we can walk outside and get turned on and turned up, where we can actually fill ourselves with joy and passion and wonder and bliss and express and experience life in this expanded way. It's funny because when you were talking, I could feel it like when I don't know, like like I'd love to know for the people in the chat room who can get direct feedback from like what you guys felt, but I literally felt the molecules moving like in like around you around us, but in the world right, and, and that's that's really true, you guys when we activate something in ourselves and we open up to something in ourselves um and this potency rises, it changes the molecular um. Uh, the molecular environment around us, which but which then pushes out into all the molecules in the entire universe. And that's what I felt happened while you were talking. So while you were talking, I was you'll see this later, but I was running around on Facebook going, Susanna's is on a soapbox. I think she's changing the world. You might want to come. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you'll see it. It's all over. It's all over Facebook because oh, I wanted gosh. people <laughs> I wanted people to tap this, like whether they could come on or not, right? Like to be able to tap the energy that's going on right now because you are being the space of a new reality and a call to it and a demand for it. And that's the thing, you guys, is like our suffering is such a sweet seduction, Right, wrong, good, bad, pot pock, oh they push on pot me. Our suffering is such a sweet seduction. And if we don't claim and demand this new space of, hey, I'm having this. I am creating this. I'm the I'm the freaking miracle the Bible talked about ten thousand years ago or I don't have I'm not good at math. You know what I mean? Like I'm that miracle from which people predicted would come to this planet and i claim it now and i claim that for myself and it's like i said it's like and i i've been reading this kind of stuff of like metaphysical stuff but also spiritual stuff and this is the time that's been predicted of you know and one of the things that I've, that I learned in this process, and this is kind of back to what I said about the people who saw Christ had developed the ability to see and perceive light so that they could, right? And so at the same time, what I, what I've studied, what I've read, and what I see now is true is that some people will be living in the age of miracles walking side-by-side people that are still in the suffering world, and the suffering world will not recognize them. It will be like we don't exist, those of us that choose that. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny because Access has been talking about this sort of, you know, um this going to create your reality. What's the reality beyond this reality? That kind of thing. And truthfully, it's been kind of triggering. And I'm like, come on, get over it. Like, have a happy life. Quit trying to get out of this world, blah, blah, blah. But like I'm getting it now a little bit more in that it's like we when you create the consciousness and the possibility of the miraculous and living in that space that actually is out of the matrix of this place where everything is possible, where everything is changeable and choosable, that that is a whole different reality. That is a whole different universe. And it's. And it's interesting how people, when I'm in that space, when I come across somebody who's still in a suffering mode, they cannot perceive what I'm saying. They cannot Mm -hmm. receive what I'm saying. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's so sad because I want to just shake him and go, don't do it, you know. And I've been there. You know, how many times did somebody tap me with a miracle and I'm like, man, too busy right now, you know? (laughs) And, and so kind of what I'm feeling right now is that in preparation for our series on activating this awareness is like creating the environment, create an environment for yourself and in your world where you can begin to perceive and, and receive and be and know the miracle, the magic that is in you, that is all around you. And it's like, and every time you reverberate to a problem, to a suffering, to a, this is hard and I got to fix this and you actually, the miracle, that's all. You can choose that, and we can choose in every 10 seconds, and some of us do. I know that, you know, I've been doing this consciousness gig here for 23 years, and and there are days that I, like, I'm in the miracle, and then I pop into the suffering, and, like, five, six, seven, eight times in a single day. And what mm-hmm. you just inspired in that conversation is, like, fuck that. I'm mm-hmm. having it. I'm demanding that I create from that space that i live in that space and that i literally like call myself out when the second i choose any kind of suffering yeah and I think if that, you know oh go ahead i i just want to say that that's my commitment to creating an environment where i can really activate the capacities that and the realities that are available to me because I know, um, and I want to talk about in a sec, I want to hear what you have to say, but I want to, I think this would be a good time to also talk about epigenetics um, because Mm. this is kind of, I'm kind of setting that up, but you say what you were going to say and then we'll go into that.
2: Well, what I was going to say is for those of us in this conscious um, um, conversation, right? I feel like there's the old way, right of like um, a <laughs> victim and being at the effect of and there's this new way of quantum leaping into what you truly desire and having it all and it's like we're stuck in the middle we're like in the middle you know most people I know in this conversation it's like we're not quite you know tuned into the actual radio station right so you know when you like listen to a song and there's sometimes where it's really clear and then sometimes it gets all like foggy and you know, like fuzzy and stuff. And we have so we have yeah, exactly, Maureen. We have one foot in one in reality and one in the other, right? And so it feels like we're really split. I feel like sometimes uh, you know, like I it's like one day I'm like the my life is the best thing ever, right? Like I am so amazed at what I've created. And, you know, then some shit hits the fan. And, you know, two minutes later, I've put myself back into this old way of thinking, of suffering, right? And so it it feels a little like crazy town um, for those of us in this conversation. But what I want to suggest is, you know, it's kind of like what Lori said in the chat room. And if you're not in the chat room, why aren't you in the chat room? Come to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com and click on the chat room. Um, But she's saying, as I see it, it's moment to moment. We can check out of ours and run someone else's life through us in a second and multiple times a day. So having something big enough brewing in our life to keep us actively engaged and excited and on the edge is vital for us weirdos, right? So it's like we can choose. We get to choose multiple times a day. Are we going to fall into this old way of thinking, of suffering, um, of problems, of the way our brain was programmed in polarity, or are we going to choose something greater? You know, just as Megan said, you know, it's a day-to-day choice. And we're in that conversation all the time with ourselves, with with each other, with our clients, with our own bodies, um, and you know, I feel like that we've been in this game for a long time, and still, sometimes, you know, like you said, that suffering is compelling, it, 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 it draws us forward. So, it's almost an everyday vigilance to, to really be able to create what you want to create. And for me, what the missing piece for me was my my true connection to grace, what I call grace or God or whatever you want to call that higher power. Like for me, that is what the biggest come from, from leadership for me is that I've been accessing grace source, the spiritual realm for my clients. Almost every day, but I have not cultivated that connection or that relationship for me. I have been unwilling to receive the magic that I create for others. And that's, and no more. I'm like so over that. So every day during my leadership training course and every day since I've been home, I've been meditating, I've been chanting, I've been connecting into nature and I've been doing what it takes for me to to create that connection with grace so that it is my platform and my foundation and it fills up the gaps of what I can't do on my own. And it's been so powerful. So we're going to talk more about this. We've got to go on break. Love life and all things weird. Come back for more.
0: Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are.
1: have you been waiting to uncloak your magic?
0: 8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group. Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for coming back. We are on a roll. I know I am all fired up, man. I am fired up about this. I'm super. (laughs) super appreciating the conversation in, in the chat room, too, um, because, you know, like this whole idea of, you know, a higher power and um, God and, you know, all of that. Like we just did um, the Creatrix series. It was a three part telecall series that we just finished on Monday night, which was epic. Oh, my gosh, that was such a fun telecom series. Um, can they still get in on it if people want it? Huh?
1: Mm, they have to be very special if they want in on it. Um, mm. <laughs> just kidding. Um, what's true is that uh, the Creatrix series was part two of our energy creation series that we started out. We called the first um, round, tap that, have that, change that, which was freaking epic. Like, I don't know. I think I, I sold more on the back end than I ever had because the people that were in it were talking about it and everybody's like, I want to get in on that. And so then those people kinda came in for the Creatrix series and it was just this whole series was so amazing. And um what's true is that we added so much content to it uh, that we weren't expecting to. Like we didn't originally plan to do clearing loops. We, we did so many meditations and activations that we ended up pulling them out and, and adding that as a bonus so people didn't have to like fast forward to where it was. They could just pull the meditation and listen to it. So when we put it up in our store, the, this whole, um, package is going to be quite a bit more. Um, but for now, until <laughs> Suzanne and I have the time to get it put in our store, which will probably be about a month that you can still get the series both series together um we have I have a special package price that I'm not gonna say on the air because I don't want people in two weeks asking for it, so if yeah. you want in on this series private message me on Facebook and say, hey, I want the bundle or I want one or I want the Creatrix or I want tap that and I will give you the special pricing until it's up in the store.
2: Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So on the Creatrix call, we were talking about this idea of, you know, most of us, if not this lifetime, other lifetimes, have stuff around God, have stuff around religion. And so for me, you know, when I left organized religion, there was a lot of it that um, I like threw the baby out with the bathwater. And, you know, so we're having this awesome conversation in the chat room around, you know, the question was, have we considered that the higher power we call upon so much is actually our own, you know, and Keisha um, made an awesome um, comment around, um, where is it? I'm looking for it. Um, yeah. So there is a, a subtle yet very powerful difference in being one with and being source. Right. And, um, for me, it's like, I feel, I feel the divine in me when i forget that i'm divine <laughs> then i then my connection into divine into grace into god reminds me of my own divinity you know and so for me it's it's both i'm i'm both human having a human experience um I, but i'm also divine and grace you know i'm both and so um, and I, and I don't want to do it alone anymore. Like, I really realize that for me, I've been trying to do it. I've, I've felt alone in this, truly. Like, I felt alone in this. That when push came to shove, I was on my own. And it just didn't, it's just not true. Like, um, separation is a choice. And it, it's, it's a, an awesome choice so that you can feel the difference. You know, between communion and separation um but i would uh, I would assert that 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 tapping into the the divinity that you are and the true magic that you are um creates a uh, a much bigger and more fulfilling life um than being the lone sufferer you know at the effect of life Mm -hmm.
1: well and I you know what I know for myself and what I know from you know working with thousands of people is that there's this way that we indulge our suffering we indulge our problems. We indulge our density. We indulge it, right? So we, we hit a bump and we go, ah, this is so hot. I thought I did all that work last week and I felt so good and now I feel this crunchiness and so I'm just going to give up. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and I've, I'm guilty of that shit, right? Like, but I'm really getting so much more that when you expand and then you hit something, it's because you, you actually pulled up more of the solid matter. You raise your frequency. So the solid matter that you've been carrying around kind of gets flushed up, for lack of a better word. Kind of the, you know my metaphor on this, ship floats. So we expand and we pull this sort of heavier stuff up and it's actually an indication that we've expanded. And that we are expanding. And so it's like, okay, then we address that with every tool we have. Like, what is this? How can I change this? What else can I do? And um, I've been playing a lot. We played with this on the Creatrix series about how exaggeration can sometimes um, free us up, right? So it's like, what if when you hit like a dense spot that you actually turn that up? What if you went, yeah, life is horrible and it's awful and you made it so big that you can't take it seriously anymore, right? And when that happens, and this happened for me Monday because I just had that experience in Mystic Hot Springs of like feeling activated by the universe really and felt so spacious and so happy and then Monday I hit this. And also, um during the Creatrix series I could feel I don't know about you, hun, but I felt my potency getting turned on and turned mm. up and I was like and I was fit to be tied Monday, like you didn't even want to be around me. And I was like, Okay, like I what loved is you this? from afar. What can I do with this? Yes, you did love me from afar. Which I love that because it was your choice to stay in your space. That you've been cultivating and creating and not buying into wherever I was. I'm not saying where I was was bad. It was actually really good. But like you Mm -hmm. chose not to engage, which I think was such a healthy choice for you, especially where you and I have bought into each other's crap so much right Mm -hmm. and so it's like that was a healthy move for you and then i was like okay like i have i only i worked for like 14 hours that day had like one half hour and i went out on my scooter and i put my headset on and i started listening to rock and roll and started screaming at the top of my lungs and like doing i don't know if you guys have seen dead poet society but yelling yelp i was yelping up and down (laughs) the street i was scare people I really was. People, I think, (laughs) thought I was crazy. But I was like, "Ah!" And I was just really going big with the crunchy and the discomfort and all of that. And all of a sudden, I popped into the space where I just felt like I could do anything, that I could create anything, that there was this biggest space available to me. And then I just had this moment. It's like, I am not going to buy the lie. That density or, or not feeling good or feeling depressed is freaking real. That it's just the next creation point on my way to the miraculous. And like, I, I'm not gonna be perfect at this, but I think you guys can feel like that demand energy in both Suzanne and I of like, no. We are not entertaining that world to the best of our ability. When we catch ourselves, we're not going to entertain and indulge ourselves in the universe called my problems are bigger than my miraculous because there's not a problem on the planet, first of all, because it was invented anyway, that's bigger than your miraculous, than your magic, period. So everything Mm -hmm. else is an indulgence. And what are we getting Mm -hmm. out of that? And what's the value of that? You know, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyonds. And so for me, that's my practice right now is that, you know, I'm hitting some really big up levels like with um, being asked to be a star in season two of the Awakening Giants and going all around the world and being an ambassador for humanitarianism and consciousness and all of that and Holy cow, is it ever kicking my butt in every way possible. It's like Lori said in the chat room, like we have to be as as like conscious people, as weirdos, as humanoids, whatever your word is for that. You got to get a vision big enough that's mm-hmm. way bigger than your crap. Like just working a job if you're a change maker is not enough. You're probably going to be depressed. You've got to find a vision that's greater than anything else that has you step up and step out as who you truly are. And and quit indulging yourself in your depressions and in your mm-hmm. prop and your problems. And in your lack consciousness, like quit indulging yourself. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine boys shirts man, pot pot me. So I'm, I'm with mm-hmm. you guys. Like you guys probably know this about me. I'm not somebody who says, "Hey, I've arrived. Um, I sure hope you can make it too." This is how I did it. No, I'm like, let's do this together. Like, like tell everybody that you care about to get on this series it's freaking free there's no barrier to entry like you can Mm -hmm. get on this call and have some shifts and have some changes and open up into some new spaces like get on here come play with us let's do it together okay that was my soapbox
2: (laughs) (laughs) damn you guys are lucky you get both of us on a soapbox today cool so if this is like raising your thermometer awesome and for sure spread the word and bring and come back next wednesday at 10 a.m mountain time 12 p.m eastern time because we are going to do tons of activation um and yeah it's going to be so fun i'm so excited to unveil the magic that is us in this new space of vibration and creation and consciousness so come back more